We shall be broadly botanical from here on in, starting with another technology hub back in Australia, namely Newcastle, New South Wales, where lots of energy systems flourish. But this one is connected with enology, one of my favourites, to do with wine. Praveen Kupan is doing his PhD at Newcastle. When did you start drinking wine? I started drinking wine, to be honest, very recently. In fact, during the COVID lockdown in 2020. Before that, I didn't have much knowledge about the wine. But did you drink any alcohol at all before in India? Yes, I do drink whiskey and vodka, but not wine much. I think I drank only twice before coming up here, yeah. So what do you think of the wines in Hunter? The wines in Hunter, not much about taste knowledge, but it feels refreshing because you have a beautiful landscapes and then you have a beautiful place to sit down with your family and friends and spend your whole day. So I never imagined I could spend a whole day or even a half day in wineries and having a chat with the friends. So secondly, also it's very quite close to the uni. So Friday or Saturday, and then you spend a good time. So I love this place as well. It's very convenient, especially, of course, for your PhD as well, looking at the wine waste, the water. I didn't realize there was any waste. I thought we just drank everything. Oh, yeah. Let me say a fact. Usually what the research says is almost four to six litres of wastewater is generated for manufacturing a single one litre of wine. So you can imagine Australia being one of the largest producers of wine and exporters of wine. They have a huge challenges in managing the wastewaters. In the other end, because of the climate change as well, they have to have the proper resource to manage the resource, especially the water. So if they don't treat the wastewater and they properly, that's going to be a huge challenge for them. Vast amounts. I know it was so big. Per bottle of wine, it's almost four to six litres just from the washing until it's been packed in a one litre bottle. Yeah. So what are you recommending? How could they make the process more sustainable? Currently, they use the wastewater back in the vineyards, which, I mean, longer term, it's having impact on the soil and send the grape quality. So what I suggest is like instead of wasting a wastewater just without any treatment, it's better to treat them and recover the nutrients in the wastewater and convert them into a biomass. So you have a tangible and intangible benefits in this project. The tangible benefit would be you, you treat the wastewater and you use the treated water back into the vineyards and intangible would be the carbon emission control because the proposed project we are doing it doesn't have any kind of a greenhouse gas emissions in the process and because we use a natural microalgae like a microorganism to grow in them and once it's grown you harvest the microalgae and then you use it as a biofuel back in the vineyards so as a whole it's more sustainable and also we are delivering a circular economy for our wineries I see. So there is a circular process, in other words. And are the people with the vineyards willing to think about that? Yeah, pretty much. Because when I went to the conference in Adelaide, the Wine Australia conference, I had a pretty much good experience in sharing my knowledge on the project to the wineries. What I saw from their feedback is they're pretty much interested in this project because it's very natural, it's a biological treatment. They doesn't have to have a big investment for this project. It's going to be having a simple same what they have, a pond or lagoon which they store the wastewater. And straight away we can start mapping it and we can help them in treating the wastewater. And also they are pretty much interested in getting this carbon neutral wineries because Australia Grape and Wine Association have kept the target as 2035 for direct emission control, so net zero direct emissions, it would be 2035 they have to achieve for all the wineries. 
So in that terms as well, wineries are more interested in finding new sustainable ways. So what we are proposing is going to be pretty much aligned to the objective. And cheaper for them? Pretty much cheaper because it doesn't have any kind of an electricity to process the wastewater because it's very natural. It takes only the sunlight and you don't have to have any kind of extra electricity to power them. And also we are proposing to integrate with the solar for additional downstream processing the biomass once it is harvesting the process. So as a whole, if you take, there is no electricity required. And also algae consumes carbon dioxide. So it's also a carbon fixation as well. So it's a double benefit for them, yeah. And just to remind, what happens to the algae when they're finished? So the grown algae are collected and um, it's pretty much like a solar drying. So it's just a small greenhouse where they dry the solar biomass. And uh, currently I'm studying to find out the valuable products from them. I'm currently doing as a biofertilizer. So where I can see how best possible it can be applied directly to the vineyards. The second also, I'm looking at the possibility of making a biofuel, either biodiesel or a biofuel. Biofuel, eh? Yeah, biofuel, especially the biogas and the biodiesel, yeah. Still drinking wine? Yeah, still I love drinking wine because it's so cool uh, because it goes faster than the whiskey. (laughs) And that's Praveen Kupan at the Global Centre for Environmental Remediation, University of Newcastle, doing his PhD to benefit our wine industry.